No my hi Mike welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Today crucial council meeting was somewhat overshadowed by Mayor Wayne Brown spilling detail about the future of Auckland Airport. Also to save money, berm grass will be allowed to grow twenty-five millimetres higher than at present, and public rubbish bins will be emptied less often. Simon Wilson will tell us all and what happened at the stand-up with Ryan Brown. That's just after four. New Zealand's GDP grows 2% in the third quarter. Stupendous growth, said one economist. Also, placing homeless people into housing has resulted in significant improvement in their mental health. A new study out. Also, talking loneliness today. This was raised in Kaz Carter's, I've been thinking, where... You might have a large group of Facebook friends that you can chat and send memes to, but who could you text last minute and say, hey, I'm in the area, want a cuppa? And this caught my attention, a message on Facebook, I love going to the beach, I don't love having to listen to other people's music, however, yesterday's Bluetooth speak, speaker glory was the Eagles. I mean, this is something, the beach is a place of laughter, waves. Splashing is it time to put in a bylaw and ban Bluetooth speakers at the beach? With me today, freelance journalist Sally Winley. Kia ora, Sally. Hi, Wallace. You got your water there? I do indeed. Very good. Guy Williams, comedian and broadcaster. Thanks for doing the water and ice, what Guy. Chat is, what chat is that? We've got your water there. Well, I'm just, you went all out. We've got about 50 ice cubes. <laughs> Wallace, in a, Wallace, 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 you're a professional broadcaster. Last time I was on the show, it was a poor show, and I expect mm-hmm. on today's show, in this panel, we're going to raise the bar. Lift the, lift the stand a little bit. No more ice cube chat, all right? We're tackling the big issues, and we're hitting them face on. Well, well, I think you were a bit slow to start with, because you didn't even offer to pour my ice cube in not bad water. Not back to the That's why I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> because here, the three of us were, there was only one, one water being poured, and that, mate, was for you. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> when people say mate in New Zealand, it's never that friendly, is it? No. no. Listen, mate. Anyway, uh, this really caught my eye, and I'm dying to have a chat about it. 87% of imprisoned New Zealand women are mothers. And at any given time, around 20,000 Kiwi kids are affected by parental imprisonment. Mothers in prison have very limited contact with their kids, and this can be especially painful when Christmas rolls around. The Mothers Project, managed by the Who Did You Help Today Trust, is helping to keep that alive. To explain, we have Stacey Stortel, founding trustee of the Who Did You Help Today Trust, and a volunteer for the Mothers Project. Stacey, welcome to the panel. Thanks, Wallace. It's a pleasure to be here. Great to have you on. Um, this is really fa- this is fa- fantastic stuff. How did the Mother's Project come about? It started back in 2015, Wallace. I'd been working in New York for about a decade as a lawyer there and had volunteered into a project that worked in the women's prisons. And I came back home, thought, how could I take some of that work and implement it? Here at a time when our female prison muster was getting, the number of women in prison was getting really high. And so launched it in 2015 with volunteer lawyers going into our women's prisons once a month to help mums with questions around their kids with the objective of helping kids in Fano. And we've been going since. Oh, fantastic, Stacey. We've got a panel, as you've just heard. Um, Sally. What sort of gifts do you give to these children? 
Yeah, so Sally, that's been happening over the last three years. We've had about 800 women that have worked with volunteers since we began in 2015. And then we heard often that Christmas was a really challenging time. Uh, kids and uh, some of these families weren't receiving anything. Their mums wanted to make contact. So we cobbled together a bit of funding, lots of volunteers helping to pack um, things together. And we send mainly um, colouring in books or blank pads to older kids, colouring pencils, books, chalks, playing cards, games, if we can find the funding for it. So we try and make the packs as, as substantial as we can and, and get books and other uh, resources, art resources into homes that perhaps don't always have the funds to access yeah. them. I love this. How do we help? How do we support? Uh, please go on to the whodidyouhelptoday.org um, uh, website and there's lots of ways there you can find out more about us and, and access through to volunteer in our programs and also, you know, we, we need money for these things. We are volunteer driven but it does cost to buy the resources and then you know there's some logistics and getting these packs out to to families so that's the way who did you help today.org is the starting point very cool can these children actually visit their mums in prison COVID's made that really challenging over the past several years so families have not been able to get in um, but that started up again through corrections as I understand it and previously, um, it, it has happened, but it can be really challenging. Women, there are three women's prisons in New Zealand, uh, Auckland, Wellington and Christchurch. And lots of women's families are in different parts of the country. So practical distance related challenges to come inside. Not every family wants children to come into a prison. Um, to yeah. some situations, it can be, you know, it can be really hard. And so phone calls or written Communication is the only alternative, and they're limited too. Stacey, what sort of feedback do you get from uh, the mothers? Oh, just heartbreaking messages that we receive. Lots of thank you cards come through to us, and you know, the sorts of messages that, um, as a, as a mum myself, I you know I could just imagine if you're unable to see your kids for a long period of time. For some people, that can be years. Uh, you know, just messages thanking us. Comments such as, you know, this is just one way to, I hope my kids realise I, I haven't forgotten them, I love them, I want to do what I can for them. just really hard for me to reach them. So lots of very poignant and pointed comments about that. Guy, just an aspect of the prison system that, um, you know, might just slip um, past, eh? you know, the impact it has on families. And this charity here is uh, working to... Redress that. Yeah, shout out to yeah. all the... We probably have uh, some people incarcerated who are listening to the show as well, so shout out to them. And it just um, also emphasises Christmas can really... It's a lovely time for most people, and we get the farmer's ads and all that, but it can really exacerbate the problems and um, and and emphasise what we're missing as well. So it's, it's so wonderful that these guys are thinking about those people who can't do anything this Christmas. They, Stacey, I understand you're packing, I mean, what's the sort of level of demand there? I understand you're packing about 500 uh, donated gifts for the kids of women prisoners. That's that's what you're at? We're at, um, no, we've got 850 packs oh. that have gone out to kids across the three women's prisons, about 560 in Auckland Wallace. And that's, that's the biggest demand we've had in the years, even though the number of women inside is a lower, yeah, it's a lower number than it has been. So I think the demand um, and the bite on a number of families where mums are anticipating their kids are going to get less or for some may not get anything this year, they're really um, seeking to use us to try and help bridge that gap, which we, you know, we're really happy to do. These mums are trying to do what they can. There's lots of families looking after their kids that are doing 
you know, wonderful work too. So this is just our way of trying to pitch in around the edges. And Do some of the mums get to give the gifts to the children themselves or are they sent out on behalf of, like, through you guys? They're sent out, Guy, yeah. No, they, they, they don't get to, to give them out. Um, some, some children might be able to get in for a visit around Christmas time, but they're... Those logistics can be hard too, so we just make this as simple as possible and um, we, we get them sent out with the help of corrections to do that. Awesome. Kia ora, Stacey. Really appreciate you being on and uh, we'll uh, put a uh, word out uh, for your charity on the panel. Thank you. Really appreciate that. And there's always packing going at Minter Alice and Rudd Watts. That's we pack them so nice people one. can always turn up at the first. Okay. Very cool. Thanks so much. Thanks, Stacey. Okay. That's Stacey Shaw, the founding trustee of the Who Did You Help Today Trust and a volunteer for the Mothers Project. So they are uh, helping getting um, presents to the kids. Google them, support them. What a great idea. eh? Um, uh, In other news, though, please, guys, be considerate when playing music at the beach. Otherwise, (laughs) Wallace will get it banned. And that (laughs) will be the end of Latin dance socials at the beach. No! Well, my, my question is, is there actually a whole Latin dance social at the beach? There might be at some beach at some time. <laughs> can I can I say this comes up every year? This story about people peeved off about music at the beach. It I've, does I've, not. I, it, it honestly does. This no, is a I don't real. Think so. I, if it, what, Good on you, Sally. Wait, why are you arguing this? This is a really common topic every year. I've never heard it before. If this was stand-up comedy, this would be what's known as hack material. This is like <laughs> this is like being a stand-up comedian noticing the difference, the problems with airplane food, right? <laughs> And, and all I want to say about it is I, I, I've been a Kiwi. I'm here every summer. I've actually never really experienced it. We have a lot of beaches out there. And if you have a problem with music at the beach, can you not just go to a, a beach that doesn't have anyone on it? We've got about 10,000 here in New we Zealand. We discussed that 25 past four because I, quite frankly, get really, really annoyed when I'm hearing, like, the eagles next to me. And I actually, <laughs> you know, I just oh, want to... get some earplugs or something, Wallace. I just want to read a book. You don't want to read a book. Or I wanna, move. I wanna yes, hear, I, I agree with I, Guy. I want to hear the waves. Move. And why, why should I move? If I'm going to say, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, in, I'm in the middle of Wellington and I want to go to the inner city beach, why should I move? You know, it's just, why shouldn't there be a, a bylaw that says... <laughs> Banning be, public music. Just be considerate, be kind. Yeah. Be kind, right? Anyway, we discussed that later. Time for I've Been Thinking. Sally Winley, take it away. I've been thinking about Auckland's new mayor, Wayne Brown. I have been joining the queue of journalists wanting to interview him since he was elected. And I think for the ratepayers who voted for him and those who didn't, it is important that he stand up. I respect that he's a busy man. He's got just done his budget. But... Why not do some interviews with journalists? I've texted, I've emailed, I've called, I've suggested questions. I've spoke to about 653 communications and corporate communications <laughs> PR people in the council. Have you ever and experienced, still no luck. Have, have and you I've ever never this? had this. Every single me, I've been a journalist since the 90s, and I've never, ever had such an inaccessible mayor. And I don't understand why... He does this. There's a little bit of Donald Trump to Wayne Brown, and I say this based on the fact that he has attacked 
the media in the past. And I understand because the media's job is to kind of like uh, maybe expose some of your shortcomings. I can understand why Donald Trump would be afraid of the media. But like, um, yeah, Wayne Brown, he's, he's attacked media in the past. So I'm not surprised and, but disappointed. Um, yeah. And I, speaking of being attacked in the past when he was chair of the Auckland District Health Board and I was actually reporting for Radio New Zealand at the time and I waited, I had to wait outside because it was a confidential session and he came out of the door, I had my microphone and he said, F off. All right. Well, okay. All right. Well, let's just um, see what he has to say. Uh, so I'm I feel like we know what this. he's going to say. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be another. Uh, well, uh, let's let's put it to because it, he's got a particular style and he was elected in, so he's an elected representative, and it might be his certain way. But, but well, he was very happy to talk to us journalists before he was elected when he was campaigning. Okay. So my question to you, if you're an Auckland listener this afternoon, um, would you like to have? Wayne Brown front in an interview, or actually, does it matter? Two one zero one. He Guy, should come on the panel, Guy, I reckon. We'd, we'd, if he's listening, we'd welcome him on. Uh, Guy Williams, I've been thinking. Uh, I went to the states recently. Don't want to brag about it. And um, I, you have to fill in an ESTAR or like an immigration form to get in there, just as New Zealand for a tourist visa. Question number four on the form was do you seek to engage or have you ever engaged in terrorist activities, espionage, sabotage, or genocide? I love that that is a yes or no question. Like, hey, what person is planning a genocide and is putting yes on the form getting into American immigration? I'm not sure why that is a question. I'm not sure if you get caught doing a genocide, do the lawyers then get your for lying on your immigration form? I'm not sure how that works. But it was a very worrying question, and um, I'll be glad to say that I did tick no. And just a reminder, all Kiwis, make sure you tick no to that. No planning genocides if you're, fly- if you're flying to the United States. That's a, that's a must. Better living, everybody. That's quite heavy, isn't it? Yeah, it is really intense. It is real. It is really intense, and I, I can't understand how the honesty system works. Like, you know, like I don't, I don't really know who my that's going to trip up. My experience of security going to the Statue of Liberty just for a boat ride put me off. Yeah, yeah. It was two hours getting through security, and I almost said to uh, Tabitha, my wife, "Let's just go home." Yeah. You know, <laughs> I want to go back to Blockhouse Bay, mate. Yeah. Yeah, there's no security in Blockhouse Bay, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Guy Williams, Sally Wenley with me. We talk about this mayoral stand-up just after four. Stay with us.